Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning everybody welcome to the show it's a very very rainy wednesday here i'm thoroughly enjoying watching it rain although bad news for me is that i had a hair appointment yesterday and my amazing friend who's my stylist uh, straightened my hair which only happens when she does it and now it's raining and so that's not gonna last right girl problems <laughs> I'm good. I'm okay with that. The ground is just soaking up the water. I love it. I love it. It's very thirsty. We need rain. I hope it puts out all the forest fires that are raging around and yay. It's totally a good thing. <clears throat> Although I was like feeling extra lazy this morning because it's raining and, you know, it's a little bit chilly and I'm being stubborn and not turning my furnace back on because, you know, it's summer. And so then I was like, oh, maybe I need to curl up in a blanket. And then there was that moment where I went, wait a minute, it's Wednesday. I have a radio show today. I know. Even though I've been doing this for like six years, every, you know, once a week, it's funny how I still sometimes forget. (laughs) But isn't that the energy of our world right now? Wow, it's so interesting. And I just find um, time is weird to me still. I usually have this really good sense of time, but nope, nope. I'm late for things or I'm um, behind. It's just, it's weird. It's not how I usually navigate time. And so it's been a challenge for me because it's just weird, right? But isn't that just how 2019 is going? Um, Our usual ways of doing things or our patterns or the patterns of our world are not the same. What worked three weeks ago might not work today. And so we really have to work on being more aware so that we can be in that flow And I find that when I don't let it get to me, when I'm like, okay, there's nothing I can do about this. I just need to move forward and go about my plans anyway. It always works out, but it's bumpy and it's challenging to navigate. Changes are happening and we don't know how to handle it. Or it's, okay, that was just weird. It's just odd. But that's just how 2019 is, and we have to figure out a way to navigate it without getting overwhelmed or anxious and causing ourselves other issues, right? So I know for myself when I'm needing to work on something, it will feel like duck energy and I keep getting the nudges and I keep circling back to it until I can figure it out or find a way to let it go. 
and it like feels like I don't know, not a ball of energy, but like a like a cylinder of energy because it's not and weird shaped. I don't know how to I'm try, I was trying this morning to put a visual with how I feel about it and it will stay stuck somewhere. It's like it's almost stuck to me and beside me. It I don't know how to explain it exactly, but I would feel that stuck energy. And I would know that that's something I need to address, fix, work on. And I can ignore it and I can distract myself with other things, right? Some good websites will do it, good book. And um, and that's okay, because when I do that, I at times get inspiration from where I end up. And so I know I'm feeling like I'm vague about this. When you're feeling something stuck in your energy and you know you need to process it, you need to figure out either why or what's going on with it, There's a difference between getting distracted to avoid figuring it out and getting distracted so that you are out of obsession about it and you can come up with an idea that may be out of the box to deal with it. Does that make sense? And again, you don't necessarily know what you're doing until you're in it. So don't get mad at yourself for procrastinating or choosing to be distracted because sometimes we need to do that to shift our energy to get ourselves out of our own way, basically. And it's not bad or good, but knowing your own patterns and how you deal with things, because I will do that and then I will get mad at myself like, no, You're not working on the issue. You're not figuring out an answer to this problem right now. But then if I just walk away or do something else, sometimes that inspiration pops in because you're not obsessing about it. I know, it's complicated, and you need to figure out your own personal tools. So yesterday I was in the city. I had to go do some errands and meet with a friend. I ended up getting pretty hair, but I actually wanted to go in and check on her because she's having some challenges in her life and so we went for lunch and pie it was so awesome and then she gave me pretty hair anyway so yay me but um I had some errands to do with some groups that I'm involved in and I went into this one of the stores and we get a discount there and I don't know what was going on yesterday but the ladies were crusty and they refused to give me the discount they said no it doesn't apply to that and I'm like yes it does every other time it has and I'm, okay, well, in those moments, you know you have those fleeting few seconds where you know you have a choice whether to push it and react or just say, fine, and walk away. So those few seconds, I processed. But I, but when you practice that, it becomes automatic. And she's ringing it up because I was special ordering some stuff, and I had a budget. And if they didn't give me the discount, it was over my budget, <clears throat> and I – I knew they they should have given me the discount. And she asked somebody, and they're like, no, and all snappy. And I knew that they were wrong, but I had to take a moment and decide if it was worth me having a fight with them or not because they were wrong. 
but is it really worth my time? Because they're going to be mad, I'm going to be mad, and it might just ruin the rest of my day. And I just looked at her and I said, don't worry about it. Cancel that order. I'll go to this other store where I know they will give me the discount. And I walked out. And I was annoyed and frustrated, and I got in my car, and so I phoned my husband because I'm like, they wouldn't give it to me. I'm going to check this other store, and you can you check here if you get a chance because I'm determined to get this project done, but I'm not putting up with that. I'm just not. And so venting it out to him, I was calmed down, and then I went about my errands and met up with my friend and I didn't even bring it up to her because I vented it out and I let it go. And then, so there's another store that I was going to go to after I was done with my friend. And I totally got lost. (laughs) I didn't have my phone totally set up because I got a new phone a couple of weeks ago with my maps and my car. And uh, I had the wrong map set up so I couldn't say, hey, Siri, blah, blah, blah. And so I ended up on the wrong, like close to where I needed to be, but totally on the wrong street. Then I turned off, and I was so lost and confused that I had to pull over because I was being a little bit stubborn about it, right? I was energetically demanding that my internal navigation work better, and it just wasn't cooperating. Probably the pie, right? I was too, too full. And so I had to pull over, fix my phone, and get the directions. And I was, like, it was so easy once I did that. So easy. And there was even, but there were streets closed off that shouldn't have been, so I couldn't get in where I wanted. And I just, you know, remained calm. And I thought, you know what, if this doesn't work, it doesn't work. But here's the key. So yesterday, I was very much in the flow of my own energy. I was very much aware of my choices on whether to be insistent when someone was wrong or just to say, okay, well, you just lost that sale for a few hundred dollars because I don't need this and I don't need to put up with you. Or, or what, And when I got lost, I could have got mad and decided, no, this means that I shouldn't go to that store. They're all bad, blah, blah, blah. You know those, those things we say to ourselves? When is a sign not a sign? When it isn't. Right? So here's how it turned out. Even with all the (laughs) wrong turns and construction being where I couldn't get in and turn where I wanted to, I still ended up where I needed to be, went in that store, had amazing service, special ordered the things I want with the discount, And it worked out perfect. Perfect. Now, we can get stuck on what is a sign and what isn't a sign, just like we can get stuck on, oh, is it a nudge, is it a message, or is it telling me not to? Okay, how do you know the difference? Because that is key, right? And I'm sorry, there's no magic answer. It's practice. So when things were messy and I got lost, and I, because again, I, I was trying a different route, 
if I would have stuck with the usual route that I always take, I probably would have made it there quicker. But I decided to try a different route, and I thought I could, I thought I could get to where I needed to be on a straight line, and it wasn't. It says no access to the yellowhead, and I'm like, dang! But luckily, I could turn right away. And I had to go around and more wrong turns. But all my wrong turns ended up getting me to the right perfect place easier than if I would have taken the right turns in the first place. Which is kind of my point in this circle story. (laughs) When we get the nudges and we get the guidance, it can send us in wrong turns. And that is for you to get to know you. How do you handle wrong turns? Do you handle them with grace and just say, okay, well, I'll figure it out, I'll fix it? Or do you get mad? Do you get feisty? Do you, like, throw up your arms and let it all go? Here's the thing, though. Both answers are right. It depends on the situation. It depends on the day because all of it is incredible learning for you to learn about you, and that is the point. I'm reading an incredible book right now, and it's like the Book of Secrets, or can't remember the title. Um, I think it's the Book of Secrets, and it's talking about spiritual laws. And I don't like that word. I don't like a law because I'm kind of feisty. But if I use the word principle of how things work in the universe energetically with our thoughts and what we're creating, then I like it better. Principles I can handle, I know. But that's a Shannon thing. That's me. I know that the way language is used and the way things are presented to me, I can just say no and check out energetically because of the energy of the words, right? Again, you need to know that about you. You need to know that about you. And so, okay, back to my example about yesterday. I took totally wrong turns, ended up in some different neighborhoods. Got some views of Edmonton that I didn't know about. And I was hoping I would end up back on this road that I did sort of know, and I did, and it worked out great. I ended up at this random red light, too, that there was only red light from my side of the thing. It was so funny. I don't know why it struck me as hilarious, but it did, because I'm like, huh. But, you know, there was a part of me, because there was no traffic, and it was only red for me in that little spot, and it must be, I don't know why. It must be coordinated with another light. I'm not really sure exactly why, but when I'm sitting there, and I'm considering, like, I wonder if this light's broken, and I'm actually supposed to just keep going after like a yield kind of a deal. And then I had to have a little conversation with myself how I felt about that. Would I be willing to take the risk of getting a ticket because I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing here and there was no pattern to follow, nobody to show me, because if somebody would have been in front of me, right, then it's easy to follow. But I was at the front. And it was interesting because I had quite the chats with myself and then I waited it out and the light turned green and I went. But it just got me to thinking of how much we rely on what other people are doing so we can model their behavior and know what's right and wrong. 
but sometimes you have to just check in with yourself because maybe your right and wrong is different. I mean, there's the black and white, what's right and wrong, but then there's also all those gray areas of what works for you and what doesn't. Maybe you did do need to get feisty with the people that didn't give you the discount when you know that it's true. Maybe you need to, like, take a stand because you don't have time, the energy, to go to a different store. But you get to check in and decide, and the only way you know for sure is practice. And sometimes you have to apologize, and sometimes you don't. Again, this is all about experience and soul growth. And those experiences are bumpy sometimes, and we're all kind of trying to navigate without a, a roadmap or an owner's manual of this life. And we're all figuring it out, and we all are all doing it together, even though at times it does feel like you're the only one or separate. You are not. But it's weird, Right? unnerving sometimes yeah and I I don't know what the right answers are all the time but I do know that we can figure it out and sometimes ignoring an issue instead of forcing it is the answer too I'm very impatient mm-hmm. if something is stuck in my energy I want to deal with it. And it's not always been the best play. Not always, right? But you don't know until you know. And even the people that you feel have it all together, they probably don't. They're still figuring it out. But get to know you, who you are, what works for your energy, and what doesn't. In the Book of Secrets that I'm reading, the, the big thing is self-awareness. Get to know you. And then it's easier to be in the flow of your life. And being in the flow doesn't mean it's all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, but it means that you can figure it out. It means that you can navigate the bumpy challenges without giving up or doing things that are harmful to your self or others and acknowledging when you do so when you scream at that person for not giving you the discount because you know that you get it is it really going to help the situation well you might get the discount so yes but at the same time there's all that residual energy where you kind of get embarrassed after or you can get self-righteous well I knew and I had to train them and again, it's not a bad thing, but you have to be aware. And it's not easy to be aware all the time. Sometimes it gets exhausting. And sometimes walking away or being distracted is the answer because you just can't deal. Everything has this complex, oh, let me ask you all this. Are you finding, like, getting things done for example, again, my store visit yesterday to get that project done. Get things done is so complicated and takes more than one try. Like, seriously. Like, since, wow. When I was visiting with my friend, we were talking about that because she 
she's having things happen in her life and it was not a straight line to get them dealt with it was several phone calls or questions and curves but then she ended up with amazing people that did help her and it worked out for the very best and that is exactly what happened to me yesterday I ended up getting someone to help me at the other store who was amazing. I made sure I got her name. I made her write it down because, you know, I'm in those forgetful years. Yeah. <laughs> Menopause. Yeah. Not loving it. Not loving it. That's a whole other conversation. Anyways, and I told her that I appreciated her and that, you know, I was going to make sure that if I did another special order that I'm working on, that she was going to get the credit for it. And so even though it's bumpy and twisty and and curvy, at the end when you do get that resolution or somebody that you end up working with, it might have taken a big journey to get there, but you got there, right? And, you know, it feels like you have to follow up with everything and try to keep track And it is a little bit exhausting at times, so make sure you make those notes, make those lists, whatever it is that's your go-to to to keep things on track. I ended up getting another crazy gift yesterday. So when I was visiting with my friend, we were talking about what we're doing the rest of the day, and I was going to a parent council meeting. And she's like, oh, I have a client that does the workshops for the parent councils. And I'm like, excuse me? She goes, yeah, they they um, will come out to your school and teach your parent council how, like the rules, the regulations, or how to start a fundraising society, or how to start a parent council, whatever it is you need. And it's fully funded. And I'm like, excuse me? Why didn't I know this seven years ago? (laughs) And I'm like, can you get her info? Can you have her send it to me? And so she did. And I brought it to our parent council meeting, and we are going to set up a workshop in September and invite all the neighboring schools to come. I had no idea. Pretty delighted to find out now, though, when I can still be, you know, effective with it and a part of it. I did a ton of research when I was in parent council at the last school, because, well, mostly because I was having a disagreement with the principal, and he was wrong and I was right. And even when I did the research, he still wouldn't acknowledge, but that's a whole other story, too. Anyways, so finding that out was a huge gift. And I'm like, nice. This just made my day better because we're all trying to navigate all of this. And if we can get help from somebody else that understands better, yay. Isn't that why we get readings? Isn't it? Because we want to make sense of what's going on and we just want to connect with someone that understands better. And then we can understand. And having those people in your life that, you know, even if it feels random when they come along and they give you answers, appreciate that. Congratulate yourself for that, for attracting or manifesting those people that can help you. We tend to only focus on the negative parts and beat ourselves up over, well, I didn't do that right. Oh, I didn't do that right. And even a person at my parent council, she's like, oh, I wish you would have told me before. I would have had them come tonight. And it's like, I only found out three hours ago. So, yeah, that's not happening. And I found it interesting, though, because she didn't catch that, I guess, 
because she said it two other times, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it also, like, made me realize how we so want to solve our problems quicker, right? And timing is so weird, and we can't control timing. And she just wanted to, well, part of it is because she really wanted to move forward on a project, but we just couldn't yet because the dynamics weren't ready. And it actually works out better that we do have this workshop before we move forward with that. But I get it. I get why she was a little bit impatient about it. But So I will look at my life for when I do that, right? Oh, why couldn't they have just told me that like two months ago? Well, because maybe they didn't know two months ago. Right? Maybe last time I was getting pretty hair if I would have brought it up. But the reason that um, she probably didn't know, because the reason she did know now is because somebody that worked for her went to work for this other lady. She got stolen. She got pirated to go a different job. <laughs> and there was no hard feelings. Because it's amazing and fantastic when someone's providing these kind of services that support people doing difficult jobs. I totally love when volunteers get supported because it's at times thankless, right? The dynamics of people. Look at the group I'm involved in. It's been a rough, bumpy year because someone doesn't appreciate the time and effort I've put in volunteering for this. That's on them, not on me. But I am using the whole experience to do things in a different way. I'm going to take it as valuable learning, and when the year in this organization starts off again in September, October, I will have a different approach. Again, we learn when it's bumpy. We don't always learn when it's easy. We're just cool that way, huh? But know your patterns. Do you procrastinate a lot? And then figure out why. Why are you procrastinating? Why are you choosing to be distracted? Sometimes we just don't want to deal, and energetically that's the right answer. Because if we do something else or we stay distracted and then we go approach it again, sometimes it flows so easy and we're like, oh, why didn't it do that before? Instead of saying, yay, I got this now. Know yourself, self-awareness. It's a bumpy journey, it's very complex, it's not quick, but it's worth it. And how does your intuition play into this? Well, mine, when something is stuck in my energy, I can't get away from it. It's like little nudges, little reminders in like weird, vague ways that I notice. And that's the whole point. Notice what you notice, right? What is your go-to way to get messages. I had a fabulous client this week, and we connected to her guide. So fantastic. And we got to learn so much about how she gets her messages. It was so amazing. That is one of my favorites, for sure, when I get to connect people with their guides. Because it's so personal and unique, and nobody else has that same way of connecting or same guide they're connecting to. And it's just, it's 
there's no words to describe the energy of it. It's simply stunning and fascinating. And you get to learn so much about yourself. And plus you get to know who your guide is and connect to them anytime you want. Like win-win, really. And, you know, I don't think there's been anyone that I've done that hypnotherapy with that their guide hasn't said, yeah, we've been trying to get your attention for a long time. (laughs) Yeah, quit ignoring us. It's so funny because it's so true. So true. But we're, you know, conditioned not to tune into that. But we are headed back into that energy. Look at how much being psychic has become more mainstream. I mean, you still have to first, sure, watch out for the people that are fake or just out for money. Pre-screen everybody. Have a conversation with someone before you get a reading from them. Make sure that you connect to their energy because they're doing something quite intimate with you. They're reading your energy. Or they're not if they suck at it and they're just trying to get your money. But you need to know that too. I always prove I can connect before I'll work with someone because I'm not going to waste anyone's time. Because there is some people I can't connect for. We're just really not in alignment. And so we know that. We find that out in that conversation and we either move forward or I refer them to somebody that I think might help them better. Again, it's all your energy and it's all for you to learn about you. Um, Something jumped out at me the other day and I contacted someone about getting a reading. And the way they answered me, I realized that I'm not cool with that. I have decided that before I get a reading from anyone, I need to have a conversation with them first. But lots don't do it that way. And fair enough, you don't have to. But I decided, why don't I do for them what I do for clients? Like, I can request a conversation for five minutes to see if our energy matches before I let them read me, right? Just something to think about. (sighs) There's just so many bumpy things coming up right now. Like I say to people, I think 2019 is kind of a jerk. It's definitely the energy of wanting us to learn. (laughs) No more ignoring lessons not possible so we need to find a way to get in the flow so make sure you know how you get your messages know what is your go-to way for dealing with situations and then adjust accordingly Uh, don't be so hard on yourself we all make mistakes I was pondering that this morning because I was just pondering forgiveness and when people make mistakes. And if someone makes a mistake with me and they own they've made a mistake, I find it easy to forgive them. If someone makes a mistake with me and they bluster or they act like they didn't, I find it hard to forgive them. And I I have to work through that sometimes because they don't care. I don't think they care if I forgive them or not. I don't know. Because we obviously don't have that kind of a relationship where I can straight up ask them. Because I have in the past and it's not gone well or it has gone really well. Again, we're just navigating all this energy and there's no right or wrong. 
You just have to figure out yourself and how to deal with those moments where you're, like, embarrassed or you have an outburst or a hissy fit and you really wish you didn't. You needed to get rid of the energy somehow, right? Know your own patterns, your ways of being in this world, because they're distinctly yours. Distinctly yours. Um, I was going to visit someone in the hospital that ended up there unexpected, and um, I was bringing them books because I know they love to read. And I was finding boy books for them, and I wanted to slip in some of my, you know, self-help consciousness awareness books for a joke, but I didn't know how it would land. And I thought maybe I don't want to open that door because maybe I'm just kind of being a little bit of a jerk. (laughs) I didn't do it. I really wanted to, but I didn't to see well you know you don't have anything else to do do you want to read about some enlightenment here maybe it would help you the message i would be sending though wouldn't be positive (laughs) so i didn't do it even if i wanted to i know check in with yourself again if you can figure out your own motivations or what's your goal i'll always recommend that book the courage to be disliked i recommend you read it i have it on audio right now for my husband it's so amazing so amazing. It's well written, easily to understand, and profound. Because we do get stuck in that, worrying about, you know, pleasing other people because we don't want to have a fight with them. Or even if we're totally mad about what they're doing, we don't want to bring it up because we don't want to deal with that energy. And that's not right or wrong, but you have to know that about yourself. Okay. So today I've decided we are going to do the chakra balancing meditation. Now, I do have it pre-recorded, but I feel like we need a little bit more. So I'm going to do the the breeze meditation with you first, and then I'll play the chakra one because I actually need it. So if I can listen to it, it works better for me than when I'm saying it. Okay, so give yourself a nice breath in. I'm just going to take a few seconds to get us in the zone. All right. Becoming aware of breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on your breath. Then let's take three Big deep breaths, as deeply as possible, and beginning to release and let go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. As the normal, natural breathing begins occurring, Maybe we need a couple extra big deep breaths. Let's do that. Nice. Nice. I want you to visualize or imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze 
as it wafts around. Wafting around your head, your neck and shoulders, and with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there is a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back, circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling. As the breeze continues to comfort, down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering. Is it a breathing of the breeze? Or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, this lovely breeze continues, circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus. Every breath drifting deeper now, the gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and around through feet now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease, being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily, moving all around and all through. So that at five, four, Three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed, deeply, deeply breathing. This is a meditation to balance and cleanse our chakras. I'd like you to sit up straight, have your feet flat on the floor, nothing crossed. Give yourself a nice breath in and out. I would like you to visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing out the bottom of your feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with Mother Earth with those deep, thick roots. Nice breath in and out. Now, imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from each of those roots into the bottom of your feet. Visualize or imagine those balls of light traveling up your legs. You may feel a warm, tingling sensation. Move those balls of light up your leg, through your shin, 
past your knees, up your thighs, higher, higher, and then both balls of white light are going to join together at your root chakra, at your pelvis. Your root chakra deals with feelings and energies of having the right to be here. The root chakra is symbolized as red. I want you to imagine or visualize a red ball. Symbolism is personal. I want you to have something that you're focusing on. So if it's a red ball, I want you to start spinning it until it's bright, shiny, shiny red. Right now it may look cloudy or dirty. It may be really big or it may be really small. I want you to spin this ball of energy until it's shiny, bright, sparkly red, spinning, spinning. The root chakra deals with energies of money, career, home, needs, and possessions. So it's really important to have this one balanced. I want you to spin it, spin it, spin it until it's bright and shiny. If you are having trouble visualizing or imagining, Archangel Raphael will be there to help you. Archangel Raphael is also going to vacuum away all the cruddy energy that comes off your chakra. So spinning, spinning, spinning. We like to give this one a really good cleanse. Spin it just a smidge more. Fantastic. You are doing great. Okay? Now this one is all shiny clean and it's in your body. Again, there's no way to do this wrong. Now I want you to move up to your sacral chakra, which is located midway between your pelvis and the base of your spine. This one's an orange ball of light. I want you to spin that one. This is where we have our feelings and emotions. Let's spin that one until it's bright, shiny orange. This is where we are able to set boundaries when we have this one balanced. Feeling joy. Let's really spin that one and give it a nice big cleanse. Spinning, 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 spinning. For all of us that have trouble saying no at times, we can feel why it would be important to have this one balanced. Excellent. Give it a few more spins until it's bright, shiny orange. You guys are doing fabulous. Okay, now that that one feels good, move up again to our solar plexus chakra. This one is the yellow one. This one is where we can make choices. We set our intentions through this one and have our will to do things. It involves self-direction, self-esteem, and the power of transformation. So let's spin this yellow light until it's bright, shiny, and sparkly clean. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Focus on spinning that one a little more. Perfect. I can feel all the energies flying off to be vacuumed away. You're going to feel so good after this. All right. So now that that one's all shiny, let's move up to our heart chakra. This one's green. This one deals with love and I give, I care, forgiveness, generosity. So let's spin this heart chakra until it's shiny green and infused with sparkles. We want to have a pretty heart chakra. And spinning, spinning, 
spinning, spinning. Fabulous. Let's keep spinning that one. Everybody's is nice and sparkly, shiny. Okay, great. Now, put that one back in place. Let's move up to our throat chakra. This one is blue. We're going to spin that ball of light energy until it's shiny. This is the one where we have expression, where we listen, where we can communicate. It's all about using our voice. So let's spin, spin, spin this one. We can communicate clearly. Spinning, spinning. Fantastic. If you find that your throat chakra feels out of balance often, grab a sodalite or a lapis lazuli. Those stones will really help with that. I wear them when doing the radio show. It's really, really helpful. Okay, let's spin that one just a little bit more. You're doing fantastic. Okay, now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our third eye chakra located in our foreheads. This one has to do with telepathy, intuition, imagination, visualizing, all that good stuff that you've been doing. So this one is the darker purple color, and we're going to spin it until it's very sparkly. Nice. Keep spinning. Our intuition's located here, so we like to have this one clean so we can get our messages right. Keep spinning. Excellent. Spinning, spinning. Perfect. Kate, now that it's nice and shiny, clean, deep, deep purple. I see a lot of yours as deep, deep purple. Beautiful. Okay, let's move up to our crown chakra located at the top of our heads. Now this one is a pale violet, or you might see it as clear. We're going to spin that ball of light until it's bright, shiny, clean, and sparkly. This is where our psychic and intuitive abilities can be found. Our faith, our connection to the divine, ability to trust life, values, ethics, courage. Lots of stuff happen in this crown chakra. So let's spin that one until it's really, really clean. Great, you guys have been working on this. This one was pretty clean. Okay, so let's put that one where it's supposed to go. And remember, there's no way to do this wrong. Just the act of listening to my voice and doing this exercise will create the energies and it will happen. It's as simple as that. Let's just visualize or imagine that ball of light again, just right above your, your head. And then you're going to move it down, down through your face, down through your neck, down through your chest, down through your, your pelvis. That ball of light is going to break into two, and each ball of light is going to go down thighs, past your knees. You're going to feel refreshed, able to focus. 
going to have a lot of clarity after this meditation. Continue sending that ball of light through your, past your knees, down your shins, and out the bottoms of your feet, and ground you deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. And then you can bring your awareness back to the room, back to your body. Meditation is about doing what feels natural to you. You're letting the energy do the work. It takes a little trust, takes a little faith, but if you practice it, you can come back to this meditation anytime and replay it. Have an excellent day. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.